For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The Atlanta Hawks have their top eight players healthy since November 25th and take down the Lakers at State Farm Arena, 138-122. to Welcome to the Sports Ethos Atlanta Hawks podcast. I am your host, Tim Ogles, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Mikey Kabrinsky, where we talk everything Hawks. Let's go! All righty, Mikey, a great win by the Atlanta Hawks tonight. Um... Tonight, we saw the return of DeAndre Hunter, and uh, the Lakers were without AD in this game uh, due to an ankle injury. Um, this game is the second half of a back-to-back for them, and you know the, the biggest take I got from this game, definitely in the first half and more even in the second half, was the Hawks pushed the pace in this game. And they really wanted the Lakers to get out and run and tire them out quickly. Um, what did you see from this one? Yeah, I'll look at that point right there. Uh, Hawks, 26 fast, fast break points. Uh, the Lakers coming in off a of back-to-back against the Rockets last night. And the Hawks really made this game attract me. Like we were saying, uh, in the three keys from the last episode. The, the Lakers also shot 14 of 25 from the free throw line. At one point, they were 5 of 13 in the second half. Uh, that certainly helped the Hawks for sure kind of uh, build on this lead. Um, in comparison, the Hawks were 16 of 18. Atlanta won the glass 46 to 37. Obviously, with the Lakers missing Anthony Davis, Clint Capella had, had a feast on the offensive glass, and Sadiq Bey, Jalen Johnson, both of those guys got on uh, on the boards as well. And I, I, one of the stats I really like was in the first half, Hawks had nine turnovers, uh, definitely a bit too many, especially for a team like the Hawks who takes care of the ball normally. Only three turnovers after halftime for Atlanta. And that really shows you how Trey Young and DeJounte Murray managed this game well. Uh, I thought over the course of the game, both of them really dictated the pace of the offense well. Uh, when one was when one was off the floor versus another, there wasn't uh, a huge dip in the offense, and the ball was moving. Everybody was getting touches, and it was this was overall a, a really complete, solid win for the Hawks. One of the one of the best games of the season as far as just uh, production on both ends of the floor, in my opinion. Yeah, I actually uh, in this game too, I felt like the defense really stepped up in moments. Um, it, it probably wasn't their best defensive game. But, you know, for the, you know, to say it, it was a okay defensive game. It, they had spurts where they played really good defense. They also had spurts where it was a little rough. Definitely, you know, the runs that the Lakers made. 
Yeah, and there was only one lead change in this game. It happened in the first quarter. So the Hawks pretty much had control of this game all the way through. In the second half, one thing that I was really encouraged by was, you know, there were a couple of times the Lakers brought the lead down to double digits, but the Hawks bent but didn't break. They they kept they kept some distance and made sure that whenever the Lakers did make a run, uh, Atlanta definitely had a counter for them. So that that's really what you want to see from the team moving forward. Yeah, and as we go into the first, uh, the Lakers start out this game on a 5-0 run. Um, that was ended by Jalen Johnson, uh, slam, and a tray layup. But I felt like after the fall, after the Hawks gave up, you know, those first five points, the defense kind of locked in a little bit. Do you feel the same way? Yeah, for sure. I, I think Dejounte Murray, especially, uh, had a great defensive first half, uh, li- limiting uh, Austin, limiting Austin Reeves, D'Angelo Russell uh, from getting into the paint. So I thought uh, the perimeter defense that was definitely a surprise to be sure, but a welcome one uh, for the Hawks in the first half. Yeah, and, you know, one thing me and you talked about was um, forcing the ball out of LeBron's hands, and we saw him early in this one get in transition and get a couple, uh, you know, pretty easy buckets for him or kickoffs. Um, A a lot of them came off of Trey Young turnovers. Um, He had three of them in the pick and roll early in this game, and... You know, we've seen the Hawks kind of adjust uh, after that. But, you know, what we always talk about live ball turnovers and how they affect the game so much. Um, you know, I, I felt like early in the game, you know, the Hawks definitely struggled with that. But as you said, later in the game, they definitely picked up on it. Yeah, both teams really went, to, went attacking the paint early. There, it was at this point, it was tied 12 to 12. Uh, DeJounte threw a nice lob to Clint Capella there, and then Jalen also found Clint Capella on, on a dump off dive to the rim, uh, for, for an easy dunk. So, the at both teams, uh, it was for the uh, for the Lakers, it was LeBron. Rui Hachimura also had a, had a good offensive game in this one, uh, but both teams really taking it to each other in the paint, yeah, and. You know, in the first, we've seen Austin Reeves get to the line, make it 14 to 12, and then DeAndre Hunter checks in. And normally we see DeAndre Hunter, uh, you know, most of the time being a starter. And uh, in this game, he came off the bench. And I don't know if that's going to be a constant thing for the Hawks, but I did like it in this game tonight for the Hawks. Um, Bogey goes out, gets a quick bucket. Uh, he finds OO for a uh, lob. Yeah. And Bogey, right when he comes in the game, we've talked about it on the show. He has a significant impact right when he right when he steps on the floor. He scored. He scored the first. Uh, he went on a personal four run and got an assist on on the next play. So for th- three positions in a row, to, to, for his first few minutes on the floor, he assists or scores on. That's that's the type of impact that Bogey can can give you off the bench. Yeah, and right after that, uh, Hunter finds Bogey deep down the floor on what it looked like a deep football pass um, on a bogey leak out. And then you had DeJounte Murray in the mid-range. And, you know, the Hawks take the lead 20-18, to and the Hawks never look back. Yep. DeAndre Hunter hit a three pretty early on uh, when he came in the game. And this is when really the Hawks made their separation. 7-0 Hawks run. They took a 27-20 to lead. And, you know, at the end of the, at the, end of the first quarter, or, or towards the end of the first quarter, when the Hawks had 24 points, 
22 of those 24 were in the paint. The only other two were Sadiq Bay free throws. So I, I needed to mention that uh, early because it, this was a common theme throughout the game. And Sadiq Bay getting to the line, we'll go over the box a little bit later, but Bay has really turned himself into, over the past week, a guy that's going to take it to the rim, using his, for, his forcefulness, his strength inside to draw contact and get himself and his team easy buckets. Yeah, and then, you know, I felt like, you know, when Trey and Jalen checked out in that second unit and also LeBron James checked out for the Lakers, that second unit got cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, Sadiq Bey gets a jam. The defense was playing hard. Austin Reeves did get a three, but Bogey had one of the nastiest fakes ever uh, um, on a three-pointer where – he he passed it like he faked a pass and it just opened wide open, you know, and he hits the three, you know, taking a 33-25 lead for the Hawks. Yeah, Max Christie was definitely sold on that pass fake from Bogey. He probably had about at least two feet of space after that uh, three on the right wing. And, you know, um, Bo- that Bogey gets it into space. He's letting it fly and it's going in more often than not. But after the first quarter, it was 36-29 Hawks. Atlanta shot 65% from the field in the paint, and every Hawks scored. You'd love to see that. Uh, they were led by Sadiq Bey and DeJounte Murray, who had five assists, uh, but both of them uh, had eight points each. Yeah, and to start out the second, Christian Wood gets a dunk. Um, you know, Trey hits a three. Um, all, all, it was off an offensive rebound, too. Um, as you talked about, Clint Capella was killing the boards in this game. Um, but one thing that didn't make sense to me is the Lakers in transition in this game, they lost Trey like three times. And even on offensive rebounds, that has to be the first guy they're looking for, right? No, Trey was wide open by himself, hits the easy three. Um, you know, even, you know, the shots that weren't going down, DeAndre Hunter had some really good looks from three that just didn't fall um, but uh, Vanderbilt hits a layup, making it 39-35 Hawks. Yeah, and then uh, kind of a crazy possession here for the Hawks. Uh, Jalen Johnson finds Trey on a cut for, for a, real, a really nice pass from Jalen, uh, but Trey kind of uh, fumbles, a bit, fumbles it a bit, starts falling out of bounds. He It's a blocking foul, but he chucks it up, almost makes a shot from behind the backboard, kind of Clint, Clint Capella-esque from the 2021 uh, Eastern Conference Finals run against the Bucks, but it all that shot almost went in, didn't quite go in, but you know the Hawks would would get that possession back with Jared Vanderbilt fouling him, but kind of a neat little sequence there, especially with that look from Jalen at the top of the key. You love to see him looking for cutters like that. Um, and then you, another uh, after that, you had LeBron missing an open layup, uh, and then the Hawks were missing some good looks. Kind of a, a weird sequence there, but Garrison Matthews didn't play in the first quarter. He comes into the second quarter, but then he collects three fouls in just under four minutes of basketball. That is that is not ideal if you're Garrison and wanting to get back into the rotation. No, it's definitely not. Uh, Rui had his way with him up under the basket. Um, one thing that I like to see early in the second is a trade to Jalen Lobb. Then you had a bogey three. And then Bogey gets a steal, and of course we get the almighty wedgie. Um, th- those are by far my favorite things in basketball games. 
just because I laugh because the odds of it happening are so slim. Um, but I felt like, you know, even at this point, the Hawks um, defense was really, you know, turning it up a little bit and forcing the Lakers to take bad shots. Um, and, you know, if the Lakers weren't in transition, they were having a hard time getting a bucket, definitely from three-point land. Yeah, and the numbers reflect that. In the first and second quarters, the the Hawks held the Lakers to 29 and 27, under 30 points in both quarters. Uh, that's a great be- great benchmark. Um, and the Hawks kind of created a little bit more separation uh, off of Jalen Johnson really getting into the paint, uh, 46-37. Yeah, and, you know, at that point, D'Angelo Russell finally gets his first point to the game. Um, but... You know, the thing is with um, D'Lo and LeBron is when they get going, they're hard to stop. Um, at that point, they made it 41-46. Trey hits a floater. Um, Jalen, um, this is something I like to see, is Jalen being forceful at the rim. Um, he didn't make the shot, but him coming in with force and drawing the foul is something the Hawks really need as well to go with Sadiq Bay. Yeah, I mean, in the last game, we saw Jalen kind of do, do a little bit of a spin move and kind of some finesse finishing around some of the smaller guys that the Toronto Raptors had. But uh, tonight, J- Jalen didn't do that. He went to the rim. He's like, I'm one of the biggest guys on the floor, one of the most athletic guys out there. Uh, I'm going to either dunk on you or I'm, I'm going to take it strong to the cup. So that that was what I like to see from Jalen tonight. Um, and Trey Young in this game hit his first six three-pointers, perfect six of six. Uh, to start and the he the Lakers like you said they just couldn't find him in transition those those six threes I want to say at least three of them were were wide open nobody even near him and so you love to see him taking taking advantage of that uh yeah and you know um the Hawks opened it up to a 10 point lead off of Trey three making it 53 43 um you know Hayes and Jackson Hayes and Austin Reeves um did a pretty good job at that time, just trying to get to the rim and, you know, forcing the Hawks to collapse defensively. Um, they ended up closing the gap to 55-49, but then Clint draws a charge, Trey hits a three, and they, the Hawks open it back up to 58-49. Um, this is a, a, a thing you brought up in your opening comments. Austin Reeves goes to the free throw line and misses both. Um, we saw LeBron go to the free throw line and miss both. Bay ends up hitting a, a wide open three. Torian Prince hits a three, making it 61-52 Hawks. Uh, and, to- and towards the end of, of the half, I thought both Trey and DJ did a great job of attacking Austin Reeves. Uh, even being a poor defender, that was one of our three keys there. They were getting by him pretty much uh, every possession they wanted and getting the looks, especially DeJounte. I thought... Um, he was able to get to the mid-range shot whenever he wanted, even against uh, Jared Vanderbilt in this game as well. Yeah, and we saw Trey draw an offensive foul, DJ attacking Reeves. Um, you know, Austin Reeves has a layup and makes it 67-56 going into halftime. The halftime stats for the Hawks were crazy. Mike, you go first. Yeah, uh, Trey had 13 points, seven assists. Uh, DeJounte added 12 points to his seven assists. Bay had 13 points on four or five shooting. Jalen had 8.6 rebounds, and Clint also had six and six. 
bogey with 10. And I thought, you know, DeAndre Hunter, for his first game back, obviously, you know, with, with the minutes limit, he played pretty good defensively uh, in, in his minutes for sure. And the Hawks, 40, 41%, 41% from three. The Lakers, 15.4% from three. That's what you'd like to see. The Hawks playing their game as at least what Quinn Snyder likes to do. And the Lakers really struggling with what they can't really do is shoot threes. Yeah, and, and something I wanted to bring up about Hunter's impact uh, defensively in this game is that, you know, Christian Wood is a, a big roller for them, definitely inside without AD. And we've seen guys like Sadiq Bey, um, Garrison Matthews, whenever he was in the game, they were getting torched whenever Christian Wood would roll to the rim. Um, DeAndre... Um, was doing a great job whenever Wood was out there to make sure that he caught him on the cut and never let him get the ball in his hands. And, you know, the Hawks have been missing that. Definitely, you know, whenever Wood's cutting in the middle of the floor because then it leaves both sides for the kick out. So, you know, I, I thought he played really well, definitely defensively. Um, you know, and, and we'll go into the third and... and you know, it, it starts out uh, with a Jalen Johnson steal on the LeBron James ending up in a Clint Capella jam. Yep. The Hawks started the third quarter really well. 6-0 run to bring the lead to 73-56. and And at this point of the game, really throughout the second half, you could tell the Hawks were just out-hustling the Lakers. They, they eventually ballooned the lead to 84-67 uh, shortly after that. Yeah, and, you know, after... Um, Austin Reeves ends the 6-0 run. Trey comes back and hits a three. Um, the Hawks get a steal, and Jalen gets a put back, making it 78-58. to Hawks building a 20-point lead. Um, I felt like the Hawks' defense was really working right here in the third quarter. Yeah, and it, that was all, all to begin the third quarter. Towards the middle stage, uh, the Lakers did pick up a little bit of rhythm there. Uh, they. D'Angelo Russell hit his first three, and uh, LeBron eventually, both of them kind of got going a little bit. The Lakers went on a 7-0 run, but the Hawks bent but didn't break, like I, like I said earlier. Uh, a couple of bogey threes uh, kind of pushed, pushed that back, but uh, I, I like what, what I've seen from the Hawks overall, having answers to, to anything that the Lakers do with them. Yeah, um, you had a, a bogey three, a max three, and then a bogey three again. I felt like that run um, with bogey hitting both of those was crucial for the Hawks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And Trey, Trey ended up getting fouled, but there, there, there wasn't, there was a no call there after that. Uh, LeBron, LeBron did get get a call, misses both free throws, and at that point, like we said, Trey hits another three, six of six from deep. Uh, a, a Kongu got a steal and a lob to put the Hawks up one, 101 to 84. And in the second ha half, particularly, excuse me, Jalen Johnson was really good on the short roll. You saw Trey make a ton of pocket passes, and Jalen was able to make the right decision, whether that was dump it off to Clint Capella or Kongu, kick it out to a corner or a wing for, for a three, or take it to the rim himself. I thought in the first half, he was still good, but just not, not, as, not as impactful in the second half. Definitely put his. Uh, fingerprints all over this game yeah and you know going into the fourth of course as the fourth starts uh lbj hits a three but 
the Hawks uh, are definitely at this point killing the Lakers on the offensive glass. Um, there was a possession where the Hawks got three offensive rebounds. Um, unfortunately, couldn't get a bucket because Bogey turns it over and ends up in a, a, a Rui layup, making it 103-93, cutting the lead down to 10. Yeah, and that cutting the lead down to 10 in that beginning of the fourth was right at the end of the second 7-0 run in between the, the third and the fourth for the Lakers. So uh, the, the Hawks definitely kind of kind of fighting to, to stay in control of this game, and they did that. Uh, Trey draws uh, an offensive foul. DeJounte had, had a couple of bad turnovers in, in the fourth. Uh, Van, Vanderbilt stole, stole kind of an easy telegraph pass there. He got an end one to make it 109-99. But again, the Hawks never let the lead get down from double digits. Uh, kind of kind of staying the course there. Yeah, and um, Vanderbilt misses his free throw for the M1, and Anyeka Okongwu hits a three. It felt like a momentum builder for, you know, the Hawks, uh, you know, keeping the lead uh, above double digits. And, you know, it went on. <laughs> At this point, DeJounte Murray checks in and goes bananas. Um, hitting three mid-range shots and getting to the uh, you know, getting to the basket, making it one eighteen to one oh four. Yeah, uh, Dejounte Murray was hot, and you know the Hawks have uh, got, gone iso ball a lot of times in the fourth quarter, unfortunately. But when you got when you've got a player and Dejounte is so elite at what he does in the mid-range. When he's going, you, you let him cook there. And it's three possessions in a row, uh, hit those mid-rangers. And and from that point, the Lakers really could have got back into this game themselves, but they just couldn't hit any free throws. Uh, Rui drew a foul, missed both free throws. LeBron also missed uh, two of his next free throws a couple of possessions later. So the Lakers weren't doing themselves any favorites. Yeah, uh, free Chick-fil-A for all the Atlanta Hawks fans in the building uh, on those two uh, Miss Rui free throws. Um, you know, uh, one thing that was a constant in the fourth quarter was DeJounte Murray. Um, he had 10 points in the fourth quarter by himself. And, you know, that's one thing that, you know, for – for me and you that we've talked about is his struggles, uh, him being, you know, really good in the first half, not so good in the second half or not so good in the first half, but really good in the second half. And I felt like in this game, it was, he was okay in the first half, but really good in the second half. Uh, defensively, I felt like he was pretty good the whole game. Yeah, for sure. And, and at the point kind of where it was, it, it was over pretty much. At the 446 mark, the Hawks were up 124-107. After that, Jalen Johnson with a steal and a monster slam at the other end, and that was pretty much uh, all she wrote after that. Uh, Darvin Ham with, with three minutes left emptied his bench, and then Quinn Snyder did it at the two-minute mark. We got some Kobe Bufkin minutes, Hawks fans. Uh, he ended up hit, he ended up hitting a three, had a nice lob to Anyeka Kangu, so uh, <laughs> you, lo you love to see the, the minutes from Kobe there, and hopefully he can make make an impact on the rotation sooner rather than later for Atlanta. 
Yeah, he had a phenomenal night last night in College Park, and it was great to see him rewarded with some NBA minutes tonight. So um, hopefully we get to see more and more Kobe going forward. Um, moving on into the box score, uh, we, we, we got a few guys with um, some garbage minutes, uh, which I would say uh, A.J. Griffin, Patty Mills, Kobe Bufkin, uh, Kobe with the only counting stats of three points. Um, Garrison Matthews played five minutes over one from the field. Um, one rebound. I felt like Garrison, <laughs> he had four personal fouls. I, I felt like Garrison was really rough in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Not, no, no, pretty much, uh, no, no way around that one for sure. But, uh, for Deontay Hunter, 16 minutes, the clue on that minutes restriction there, two of five from the field. And, and all those were three pointers. That's interesting. So two of five from deep. One rebound, one assist, six points. I thought uh, Hunter did well in the defensive end for sure. Like you were saying, organizing that back line, uh, preventing some back cuts and easy rolls to the rim. But great to see him out there, uh, regardless of uh, you know what what he did, because the Hawks are going to need him for sure, and he he helps that defense a lot. Yeah, and um, moving in Yaka Kongu, um, twenty five minutes, four of four from the field, one of one from deep, two for two from the free throw line. Four rebounds, one assist, two steals, one block, 11 points. I felt like Anyeka Okongwu played a pretty good game. Yeah, I think both both centers were really, were really good, especially defensively. I thought Onyeka, you know, the, you love to see the 4-4 from the field uh, and his classic efficiency there. Uh, but especially on rolls to the rim, I thought his timing was really good tonight. For Bogey in 25 minutes, 7-15 from the field, 4-9 from deep. One rebound, one assist, uh, 18 points. Again, I thought Bogey had a pretty good game as well. You like to see the efficient shooting, especially from deep. And uh, right when he came to the game, you could see his impact on the floor. Yeah, I thought Bogey played pretty good in this one. Um, moving to Clint Capella, 24 minutes, 6 of 10 from the field, uh, 1 of 2 from the free throw line, 12 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, 1 block. Uh, 13 points. I felt like Clint played a pretty good game. Yeah, I, this is back-to-back -back really good games from Clint Capella, I'd say. Uh, against Toronto, he, he definitely owned the glass, and he did the same thing here today. Uh, five offensive rebounds in this one. You'd love to see that. For Sadiq Bay, 35 minutes, 5 of 10 from the field, 1 of 5 from 3, 7 of 8 from the line, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, 18 points. Sadiq Bay, don't look now, but is he a rim runner, Tim? I, he's had this shooting slump for a while, but he's able to score and make an impact on the offensive end right now in, in more ways than just shooting threes. And it's it's a great sign. Yeah, it seems like that uh, as of these last two games. I mean, um, his, his ability to tack the pass, too, like when he's cutting to the rim or catching the ball off a screen, like he is getting downhill and – you know, he's either drawing a foul or getting to the bucket, and it's good for the Hawks. Um, moving to uh, Jalen Johnson, 34 minutes, 8 of 14 from the field, 1 of 2 from deep, 2 from 2 from the free throw line, 11 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 steals, 19 points. I thought Jalen Johnson played a pretty good game too. Yeah, the second half, uh, I thought he was definitely, definitely um, kind of, forcing the issue uh, and calling his own number. And then that's to the Hawks' benefit, obviously. You know, you love to see that 8 of 14 from the, from the field there.
Uh, for Jajante Murray, 33 minutes, 11 of 19 from the field, 04 from downtown, 2 of 2 from the line, 4 rebounds, 9 assists, 2 steals, 24 points. Uh, Dejounte Murray kept took over this game as far as just putting the Lakers out of it down a stretch in that fourth quarter. Uh, you you love to see the Hawks closing lineup doing something really well, and I, I thought Dejounte Murray was pretty good on both ends of the floor tonight for sure. Yeah, um, the main number for Dejounte that I wanted to bring up was non-assist. Um, even the games without Trey Young, uh, he had a hard time getting to that number. And I felt like in this game, like it was a mixture of him, you know, calling his own number, but also getting his teammates involved, which I think uh, for me ultimately leads to uh, success for the Hawks. And moving to Trey Young, uh, our player of the game, 34 minutes, nine of 20 from the field, six of nine from deep, two of two from the free throw line. Trey Young only took two free throws in this game. Um, 13 assists, two rebounds, one steal, uh, five turnovers, 26 points. Um, I, I thought Trey had a heck of a game. I'd like to see the turnover number just a little bit lower, but I felt like, you know, after those first three early turnovers, um, Trey kind of snapped back into it and, and he, you know, he played one heck of a game. Yeah, for sure. And you love to see the efficiency from downtown, especially for a guy that, you know, he started the year a little rough, then got on a really hot streak from three, almost shooting 49%, and and then kind of has dipped down back a little bit from that three-point stroke. But uh, you'd love to see the efficiency there. Yeah, and we'll go into the three keys. Um, the Hawks take on the Phoenix Suns Friday night at State Farm Arena. Um, this is going to be a first game of a back-to-back with Golden State playing the Hawks playing Golden State on Saturday. Um, you know, the first key for me is uh, <laughs> uh, probably going to be limiting Kevin Durant. Um, you know, we've seen DeAndre Hunter have success on Kevin Durant, um, but uh, Jalen Johnson, I think, is the guy they're going to call the number on for KD and. You know, I want to see if Jalen can guard KD and still be, um, how do I want to put this? Uh, I want to make sure that he can guard him without fouling him is my main key is, you know, we talked about Scotty Barnes uh, in the Toronto game, how he's physical and he can get to the rim, but can you guard him without fouling him? KD's more of a finesse guy. Um, Can you guard him? you know, from the mid-range or the three-point line without fouling him. And that's going to be a hard task for Jalen Johnson for sure. Yeah, and the Suns have a lot of half-court shot correction. When you've got Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, uh, and and Kevin Durant, uh, Grayson Allen, who's I think questionable at the moment for this game. Uh, but when you've got all those guys and, and Allen spreading the floor to uh, uh, an elite shooter from downtown, it's going to be really hard for the Hawks to keep defending that in the half court. So uh, for, for the next key, I want the Hawks to kind of speed this game up a little bit too. Uh, the Suns are, are definitely a veteran team, and they, they probably have the edge in terms of just self-shot creation uh, for, for the entire game uh, over the Hawks. So if the Hawks can make this a fast-paced game, similar to tonight, I think that bodes well for them, and you kind of don't have to go, go against the, the three elite shot creators that the Suns have every single time. 
uh, in the half court. Yeah, and my my main key the, for the third one is um, defensively, can you make your rotations quick enough? Um, Phoenix likes moving the ball a lot, definitely in the half court. Um, they have plenty of shooters when you talk about Beal, uh, Durant, and Booker who could really fill the basket. Um, can guys make rotations quick enough to close out on shooters without fouling? You know, that's something, you know, for the third key that I definitely want to see. Yeah, and I'm sure the Hawks, I'm sure the Hawks will definitely throw doubles at, at you know, especially Booker uh, and Durant at some points in the game. So that makes those rotations all, all the more important to got to get to those shooters like Eric Gordon, Grayson Allen, those guys. Uh, so can, can the Hawks kind of make those rotations quick enough to contest the shots uh, that, that uh, they'll be there for the other guys? But let's see if the Hawks can make this a win streak. That's that's two in a row. And can they get the third win going into the weekend? We'll find out. And that'll do it for this episode of the Sports Ethos Atlanta Hawks podcast. Make sure to follow this podcast wherever you get your podcast content, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can follow me on X at Pinwizard 300 and follow Tim at TimHawks23. Be on the lookout to receive the latest Hawks coverage from us. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Peace. Peace.